0: Hello everyone. Before I start today's episode that I decided to do uninterrupted uh, because my guest Tracy Tudor is a woman that I admire so so much so I was seriously like emotional as I was interviewing her as I finished the, the interview and now I'm here like organizing the episode to publish because Tracy is successful in many different things that she does And she looks phenomenal on videos, photos, and in person. And she's like the all-around professional. Uh, She shows up, she scheduled a podcast, no bullshit. Her assistant is right on point. So I want to say big shout out to Cody for helping us make it happen. She shows up 10 minutes ahead of time, which to me is amazing because I'm always insanely punctual. I respect people's time so much. And it's a very difficult thing. To find like nowadays, especially here in LA, everybody's always, always, always late. So she shows up 10 minutes ahead of time, looking fantastic, camera ready, like 100% professional, sweet ass pie, not a div or anything, no entourage, even her assistant didn't come. She's asking me questions, trying to get to know me a little bit, which is something that people rarely, rarely do. And we record an incredible episode. She's very open. She's very transparent. And for those of you guys who don't know her, She's a very successful luxury real estate agent here in, in LA. And she's one of the stars of Bravo's Million Dollar Listing Show, which I absolutely love. It's super fun, it's super inspiring. She has her own wine brand. She is a best selling author, and she's a mom. She has two teenage girls. She has been through divorce, she has been through heartbreak, and now she's doing fantastic. So she's living proof that we can do anything and everything if we put our minds into it. And you guys that know me know that a big part of my work is always about empowering women. There is nothing that breaks my heart more than sugar babies, women that just sell themselves for money. I I see it all the time around LA. I go to these events and I see these girls that are like drooling over men clearly because they want money. Because they want to drink. Oh, pay my bills, do this for me, do that for me. No, no, no. And a lot of my friends are men. A lot of my clients on my agency, my digital media, media agency, are men. And they all say the same thing. Like they meet these girls online. And even before they meet them, the girls are like, oh, send me an airplane ticket, buy me a purse, buy me this. Oh, I haven't worked in so long. So seriously, girls, if you get any message out of this podcast, stop doing that. Why in the world would you sell yourself short like that? You should want a man, you should want a partner, but you shouldn't feel like, oh, I need this dude to pay my bills because I'm a useless idiot. Get a job, get something going, get a career. I will tell you, it is so empowering. It is so good for your self-esteem. If you know you can make your own money and your eventual partner is there because he wants to be there because he's proud of you. Maybe you're even going to make more money than he does, which is Tracy's case right now. But the fact is, I love interviewing women that kick ass. And today was a very, very, very special day for me because of that. I hope you guys get inspired by her. If you never watched the show, I highly recommend it because it's insanely fun. And yes, it's very real. It's very raw and it's inspiring. She's an amazing, amazing, amazing woman. So again, thank you with all my heart for doing this. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And before I let you listen to it, I have to thank my sponsors because doing a podcast from scratch is an uphill battle that most people have no freaking idea. Especially in, in my case, I can, I can only speak for myself, of course. I started this podcast three years ago with zero dollars. I still have close to zero dollars. It's very organic. It's very raw. It's not a studio podcast. It's not edited. It's not scripted. I try to make it literally a real conversation, like I have conversations in the real world. Sometimes it's at my house. Sometimes it's at people's homes. Sometimes it's in real life, bars, restaurants. And like today was at the Soho house and we ended up talking for 45 minutes completely organically. And I think it was amazing. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Heart of Hollywood magazine for supporting my work, for believing in me. It's a work of so many talented people. Giovanna Salas, the founder and publisher, is also a Latina power woman. She works insanely hard She allowed me to transform this podcast into a blog in her magazine. So if you guys never read it, it's super fun. The digital issue, the February digital issue just came out today. I didn't even know they were going to put it out today. And I'm on the cover and I am very, very humble, grateful, emotional, because this is the work of a, a, a very big, beautiful team of professionals to put this magazine out. So I highly recommend you guys check it out, Heart of Hollywood Magazine. Thank you, Better Than Sex, one of my favorite places in all of L.A., this delicious, yummy, sexy desserts and drinks only restaurant. We are going to do a a huge event there coming up in February for all the the VIP guests of the the magazine and some of my sponsors. Simon G. Jewry, you guys are incredible. You're sponsoring this event for my, my cover coming up. Thank you again for believing in me, for believing in my work. And you guys, actually, I love you because you don't sell just multi-million dollar jewels. You sell jewelry that anybody can afford from the the tiniest little small gift to the biggest. I love you guys. Thank you, Divas Never Age. I love the name because I think we, we should never age in our mind and our bodies and the way we look and our smile are a reflection of our mind and how we feel about ourselves and, and the people we surround ourselves with and our energy. Divas Never Age is a, a 100% organic um, skincare line by my dear friend, actor Ricardo Chavez. He created this skincare line for women. All the, the ingredients are natural and the products are phenomenal. Divas Never Age. Thank you for sponsoring me, for believing in me, for being my friends. And you guys go check it out. It's Divas Never Age on Insta. And many, many, many times, I swear to God, I only endorse stuff that I truly believe in. I am so exhausted at night after working like 10, 15 hours a day. And sometimes I still have to go do something, a photo shoot or an event or something. I put like two little drops of their eye serum and it's literally like you just got a facial. So it is Incredibly great stuff. And it's organic. And hey, it's cruelty free. If you're an animal lover like I am, that's a a big, big deal. So thanks, everyone. I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let you listen to this amazing episode with this amazing, amazing, amazing woman, Tracy Tudor. And her show is on air right now on Bravo TV every Thursday. Million dollar listings. It's super fun. I hope you guys enjoy. Many, many kisses. Okay, guys, this is a very extra special episode of Cat on the Loose for me because I admire my guest so, so much. I was dying to talk to her. So let me introduce you first. Tracy Tudor, hi. Hi. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having With me. With all my heart. You know I was after you for a while, right? <laughs> I was talking a little bit well, on social media. And
1: we're <laughs> obviously right down the street from each other. I and know. You were so sweet to invite me. And so no, I'm happy to be here. Thank you
0: so so much. And I let me to people that don't know you, because maybe there's some people out there that don't know you. You're a luxury real estate agent, super successful, <laughs> you're a best-selling author, you're on the TV show million dollar listing you do so much and you have a wine brand mm-hmm. I guess the very first question is how do you do it all how do you juggle and by the way you do look fantastic Thank you. like I, I don't know if you look even prettier in person but it's incredible you look like a, a living barbie oh. how do you do it
1: honestly sometimes <laughs> I wake up and I don't know you know, you don't know. I, I have to tell you, like every day is a different day. L- yeah. Luckily, in my business, there is there's really no repeat moments. Uh-huh. So every day is different, which for me is exciting. I get bored very quickly and oftentimes I'm begging for time to have nothing to do. But then if I have too much time in my hands, I, I don't know what to do with myself. So I
0: hear, I'm i the same.
1: I'm grateful to be busy. I'm I like having purpose, Mm -hmm. and um, I always feel like if I'm not striving to do more, Mm -hmm. then I'm just sort of living in this sort of mediocre existence when I know that there's just so much more out there for me to do. I love that. I mean, I've got two kids. Um, They're sort of (laughs) getting to that place in their life where they're getting older. I mean, in a few years, I'll be an empty nester. And I feel like life is just kind of beginning. It's like a new chapter.
0: I love that. Yeah. But I mean, okay. So let's talk about the real estate and and, uh, the TV. I I know most people know real estate is a very tough cutthroat business, right? A lot of people, a lot of competition. My God, I can't even imagine here in Beverly Hills. A lot of people say, I want to be a real estate agent. I want to be a real estate agent. Maybe they don't realize how tough it is. Yeah. And TV, I've done TV in my life before, never such a a successful show like yours. I mean, the exposure is insane and the competition and everything. So you are juggling two super, super tough businesses. Mm -hmm. Again, like, how do you develop this tough skin? How do you deal with the scrutiny, the competition that it brings? Any tips for people out there that might want to try to do what you do?
1: I mean... (laughs) I think it's there's something in you that I think you know you're either born with it yeah. or you have to work every single day to develop those kinds of skills. Mm-hmm. I think I was born with it. Like mm-hmm. I, I you know even at an early age when my dad became successful um you know he wasn't born with money mm-hmm. um and so growing up I always had that that thirst for for more. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got my first job when I was 15 because I, all my friends had jobs yeah. and I wanted to have that sense of independence and, and what be was your first
0: have, job? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell I us? sold
1: suits in the mall? Oh,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. And I've... that was
1: actually my first commission job because most of the other, um, most of the other jobs in the mall that were available, you know, you'd get a discount on clothes uh-huh. or whatever. Those jobs were all taken. So the job that I found was selling suits, but it was commission-based. So if I sold X amount of suits per week,
0: I'd get a bonus. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so that was like my first real introduction into like the world of sales Uh and commission. And I was damn good at it. I think I naturally (laughs) just sort of had that in me. um, And I think probably with a little bit of background Mm -hmm. in, in... the theatrical world i grew up sort of dancing and acting and singing i don't know how i thought i was a singer but somehow (laughs) i did and so i I was a little bit fearless in that way um and so that's ultimately all roads after acting led back to Mm -hmm. sales sales and when i was about 23 or 24 years old that's when i got into real estate
0: I love it. And so I, I agree with you. I think to be in real estate, you probably have to have the personality,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, charisma for me is a big part of what separates, like, a good agent from, mm-hmm. a, you know, a top the top agents in the yeah. country. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of agents out there. The shows that we do, for example, Selling Sunset, um, Buying Beverly Hills, Million Dollar mm-hmm. Listing Franchise, mm-hmm. um, you know, Joanna Gaines, like, there's there's got to be 15... 20 real estate shows that are wow, either in yeah. development or currently airing uh-huh. and they're all very glamorous yes um, I think they, that's
0: what fascinates people right yeah it's like the lifestyle out, the
1: problem <laughs> is the, the part that they leave out is while it is you know you're selling luxury real estate you know uh-huh. the behind the scenes work that goes into that and the 70 and 80 hour work weeks oh yeah
0: the you know, paperwork. Well, yeah, like
1: that. You don't know. you don't just land with a team of assistants and marketing. Yeah, people. no. Like you have to build that. <laughs> I so know. You know, I think.
0: But I mean, it's TV. They show only the. They, they have to show the glamour, right? Like, because that's what people want to see. They yeah. do, people don't want to see the grind.
1: I think, <laughs> uh, you know, a, our show a little bit shows you know as much as we can of both sides. Mm-hmm. So, you know, more, more so now since I've been on the show. You know. They're attempting to, I think, make the audience kind of understand, because so many real estate agents actually tune mm-hmm. into our show, Yeah, um, the real truth of it and sort yeah. of the guts behind, yeah. you know, what it really takes to, to be successful, but also the losses. And, you know, I failed a lot. On, along yeah. the way up this this ladder to <laughs> I know because a
0: lot of people have the wrong impression, mm-hmm. like I said. They they look at the, the show or they look at the success and they're like like in any business, real estate, even podcasting, right? And people look at you like, oh, I'm going to do this. And they yeah. think it's something that's going to happen overnight. Yeah. And I always try to say, no matter what you do in life, very likely it's an uphill battle. Like you've yeah. got to climb the stairs. Yeah,
1: you've got to do the work and and this job in particular, because it is so competitive, yeah. Um, you know, you really have to grind pretty hard to, to get to the place where we are. And, you you know, when you finally have a show <laughs> on television, it's not because you just, you know, you landed it by accident. I know. You know, some I of know. the shows may be more focused in the theatrics of it and, and yeah. it may be more of just a reality show. Our show is a true docu-series yeah. is what we like to refer to because it really is about what we're doing for a living every single deal that we that we do mm-hmm. we, we've done you know? it's true it's every, real every so single let's, house yeah yep. so
0: let's rewind a little bit because i want people to understand let's talk about the tv show so bravo starts this tv show million dollar listing mm. a few years ago i used to watch it because i i do love real estate i think it's fascinating and i grew up in this area i've lived mm. here on and off my entire life but in the beginning, it was a boys' club, right? There were all these boys. Some of them are gone, and they switched. And I remember thinking, as a woman, where's the girl? I, I mean, there must be like some hot chick, real estate agent that is super successful. And one day you came along. Yeah. And I didn't even know you. I don't even think I was doing the podcast. I don't remember. But I was like, "All right, come on. Somebody has to represent women in this business. It's a. It's mostly a man-dominated business, right?" Well,
1: actually, no. No, there's, there's more female real estate oh, agents really? than I didn't there know are that. men. You mm-hmm. know. However, like in any industry, you know, most industries, the more successful. People tend to be men. Men. You know, yeah. not to say that there aren't enormously successful women in our business that I admire and look up to. Right. Um, but, you know, the odds are definitely in men's favor. Yeah. Um, like in any industry.
0: Uh, unfortunately, that's true. But can you tell us the story? Like, how did you end up on the show? How did they pick sure. you?
1: Um, I was actually working at Douglas Elliman at the time, and Josh Altman. Um, was showcasing a property on the show, and I actually was showing the property. Mm. So he called me and said, hey, we're shooting this for the show. And I was like, "Uh, today? Like, during the showing? And he said, yeah, so you might want to, like, make sure that you've got your act together. And I was like, well, thanks for the heads up. And I had, like, two hours or something. So I went to Intermix and, like, grabbed a dress and a pair of boots, and I was just, I was a little bit mortified, but... Nevertheless, I showed the property with the client. Um, We ended up writing an offer on the property, which created another scene for them to have to do. So... In the course of season 9 of the show was season when I, that was when wow. I appeared for the first time and uh Josh Altman and I had a lot of chemistry on camera like uh-huh. you know we had a you guys do dynamic yeah. relationship do. Yeah. and and after the show aired the production called me up and said you know would you be interested in potentially talking to us and sort of screen testing to be you know the woman on the show it, Uh historically in the past has not worked we've been trying to find a woman but it just hasn't landed and and we'd love to kind of explore it a little bit further with you and and, you know, lo and behold, um, season 10 was my first season on the show. So this on season, season
0: is 14. season 14. My so God, my time goes year. by so five years doing that. And you guys shoot every how does it work? You shoot a season. Yeah.
1: So because we're actually shooting live real estate, we, uh-huh. we do shoot this show almost year round. So wow. usually around 11 months. Really? Um, you know, we're still That's doing...
0: That's a ton of work. We're
1: airing right now, and we're on, I, I know. think, halfway through the season, and we're still doing some pickup interviews, mm-hmm. you know, for the the latter part of the season, which is uh, pretty exciting.
0: Um, yes. So how does it work for people that don't understand how they, they, they film these reality TV shows? You tell them, like, let's say you have a listing. I have a listing Do, do you pick up? the listings you want to show on TV, or do they pick the listings oh, they show on it? TV? Because,
1: listen, everybody has to be a willing... Right. Partner, yes. Yeah. Like, there's no way to shoot, you know, mm-hmm. some of these listings without the cooperation of our clients, right? Um, them allowing production crew into their home, and mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of my clients are, are really discerning and quite private, and right? So I wouldn't even ask. Um, so you
0: kind of know the the kind yeah. of person that's going to be willing to. There are certain to people that are house. very open
1: to it, and then there's certain people who aren't, and yeah. and we we decide what what that looks like, and yeah. then we pitch it to. Our producers, and then they have a uh, generally will have a call with uh-huh. the, the the seller,
0: uh-huh.
1: and then there that's how we get to you know stage one.
0: Yeah. So you and uh, the, the two Josh's right. Uh-huh. You, Josh Altman, and, and Josh, Josh Flag. Flag. Well, you guys are competition in real life, like yes. not on TV. You work for different companies. No,
1: we are all at the same company.
0: Oh, now you're all at the same company. Correct. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So, but that's new.
1: Yeah, well, Josh Altman and I have always been at uh, Douglas Salomon Well, Josh, years ago, was at Hilton Highland. He moved to Douglas okay. Elliman probably six years ago, um, seven years ago, and I also... Um, moved to Douglas Elman and Josh Flagg most recently in the last year um, came over and joined so us. So
0: all three of you are competing real estate agents for the same company. Yes, but we're
1: also very but good friends. But you're very good friends. So
0: that's yes. the question. How, do, like, does it ever affect your friendships or you guys know how to divide that up?
1: I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it's business, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm going out on a listing pitch and Josh is going out on a listing pitch, I'm going to do what I can to get that, that listing from him. If mm-hmm. the seller decides that they want Want to go in a different direction, and they want to go with one of the jobs. Then so be it. Uh-huh. You know, you can't win them all, right? Um, but more now, I think than ever. You know, we're we're co-listing more properties. We're doing more deals together. Um, I think we've all grown a lot too. Uh-huh. I think. You know, Altman's got two kids. He's been married for a while yeah. now. Life changed so Flagg much. has been right? married yeah. and divorced. He's yeah. now in a new relationship. I'm yeah. obviously have been through more than both of them.
0: We're going to talk about that.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I think I think we now have a little bit more of a mature relationship with, yeah. with how to deal with competition um, yeah. between friends. It's healthy. It's not as, right. as not volatile as it yeah. was years ago.
0: And so it, do you have like a friendship? Because all on the show when i watch it it definitely seems like you guys really care for each I other i was just texting with flag 2 yeah. minutes ago and i was so so you guys are real ch- close friends yeah. in, in like i say real life i know the the tv is a reality we lean on each, on each other. other i mean
1: the truth is i think like, that's
0: super amazing we've got
1: a lot of we've got a lot of uh, crazy clients and uh-huh. you know sometimes <laughs> at the end of the day the only people that understand what it's like to do what we I do is, I hear is, you. is yeah. each other. So we often so will meet up for a cocktail. I was with Altman or excuse me, I was with Flag last night and then I left and Altman came and, and you know, so it, it's we really are genuinely friends.
0: That's really nice. Yeah. I hear you. I agree. I think sometimes only people that are in the same business that we are kind of understand the pace and what you go through and. Yeah. That's very nice. Now, let's... So you were saying you've been through a lot. Yeah. And the the podcast is about sex, dating, and relationships. So Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. You were married for a long time, right?
1: Yes, almost 14 years.
0: Same. I was married for 14 years. I know how tough it is to go through divorce. I went... My story is very crazy because I divorced my husband to try to make him stop drinking. Mm -hmm. But I was still living with him and Mm -hmm. taking care of him until he died. Yeah. So it's super crazy. But I wasn't on TV. Right. I cannot imagine going through everything you went through. And a lot of it was shown in the show. You were very open about it. Yeah. And I admired that about you a lot. Because as a woman, I know how tough it is. Because people look at us. Everybody has something to say. A lot of critics. People that have no idea what's going on. And you were willing to put it out there. Right. And I remember watching the episode like, wow, you know, this chick is tough. So can you share a little bit about the story, like how, how it happened, you went through your divorce? I mean,
1: listen, any woman or man can relate to this. But when you meet someone in your 20s, and I was 24 when I met Jason, um, we fell madly in love. We got married when I was 28 years old. We had two beautiful children together. And then shit got complicated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We were together for like... We were together for three and a half years before we got married. So all in close to 18 years together. Wow. Um, and I, I think somewhere along the line when my career started to go in one direction, of which he was really supportive of, um, I think I started to get the feeling that he felt that that was coming first did I agree with him? Of course not. But I wanted to be able to be both things. And I think that there was still an understanding and sort of a traditional mindset that Jason had that why wasn't I, you know, more attuned to him? And I'm like thinking to myself, let's see, well, I'm 35 years old. I've got two kids under the age of eight I'm trying to run a business so I can make money and, and pay the bills. Was he in real estate as well? He was a contractor, is okay. a contractor. Okay. And, you know, while he was able to bring financially to the relationship, mm-hmm. I was earning more. So
0: you were the more, more successful partner?
1: Yes. So okay. I think, you know, that was a, a difficult thing to, I think, manage in our relationship and, and remains a difficult thing to manage for me, in you know, in my dating life. But... You know, as things sort of grew, resentments built up. Um, you know, it just ended up going mm-hmm. in the direction that I I decided ultimately that I All wanted right. to do this TV show, and that was when we were probably. Was he
0: supportive of it? He was no, not no. supportive. No, but do you he think wasn't. that's a tough question? Do you think he was not supportive because? your success was bothering him or do you think maybe he or he was jealous of your success or jealous of you like no I don't want my wife out there on tv
1: I think that you know from his perspective and which you know I've done a lot of work on this obviously and and I think him and I are in a much different place but I think from his perspective he felt like I was choosing again career and opportunity over the family oh yeah. Over him, really. Which
0: is obviously not the um, case. That was
1: not the case. I had been selling real estate for 17 years, I think, by the time I had even appeared on the show. And it took me a long time to get even to the place where I was successful enough uh-huh. to even be considered uh-huh. for a role on that right, show. Right. So when I got that opportunity, I wasn't about to turn it down. I said, you know, so many people are taking these different opportunities. Yeah. These, these real estate um, reality shows can bring you a lot yes. of business. Yes. And candidly, at the time, I was still struggling to win listings You know, in my own right. You know, Mm -hmm. people still thought I was a mom and a wife and I had money and I don't really need to work and I didn't have the hustle. Well, turns out they were all fucking wrong. Right, Right. Right.
0: Yeah people see what they they want to see like right. they they make but she assumptions have about to you work.
1: and it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah i, I do actually.
0: i hear that a lot i hear that a lot um, yeah
1: <laughs> but i think ultimately that's where resent the resentment built to the mm-hmm. point where it just wasn't a, uh something that i was happy he was he was gaslighting me consistently. And right. uh, you see that on the, sh- the show. Yeah. The first he, season He I was, was on, on the show. He was on the show the, on season 10 very briefly. But if you flash back to some of those episodes... I mean, he gaslights me about not knowing my kids' ages. I mean, this is something... But like behind the
0: scenes... So he was willing to do a few scenes for the show, but behind the scenes, he wasn't being supportive of you on the show.
1: Well, and even when he was on the show, quote-unquote, supporting me, Uh he was gaslighting me on camera and making me look shitty.
0: Like, yeah, like we don't know you like when we watch the show, but I mean, at least I think most people, I notice like there is a little... There's something going on there. There's like a little tension... I didn't like very much the way I don't remember it was some dinner or some scene that I don't remember the details but yeah I thought he was being like why would you talk to her like that on camera 100% Like I we, we would hope that your partner especially if they are on camera off camera of course but if they are on camera like they're going to say something super supportive and nice right, right?
1: which he did not Yeah. But, you know I mean that was a big realization for me I was obviously going through the a lot of problems during that first season Mm -hmm. of the show, and I had decided to get a divorce long before the show aired, so... Oh,
0: okay. But let me ask, so we know, because I know you gave other podcast interviews about it, he cheated on you. He was cheating on you, right?
1: He did have an affair, um... You know, that I've only shared very recently. Right.
0: I saw it with with Jeff Lewis. Yeah. Yes. I, couldn't, I, I couldn't believe how you were so open. That's a tough one to talk about as well. I
1: don't think I could have talked about it's it. It's painful, um, right? Well, it's been five years, right? Yeah. I don't think I could have ever spoken about it two years ago, a year following the divorce, or even three or four years. Mm-hmm. It, it only became recently where I felt comfortable sharing it and... I, I didn't plan it. I really didn't. It Ugh, just, it just came organically yeah. happened. And I kind of like shook myself after and was like, did I just like let the world know what just had gone down in my marriage? Mm-hmm. And I did. And, and Jason was hurt by that. And I said, look, the bottom line is this is something that you and I have gone through together that yeah. I have sort of shielded. Um, Our kids from for a long time. I shielded shielded him from it from a long time, and even his wife, who I have a great relationship with now. But
0: oh, he remarried. Yes, the girl he was cheating with. Yes.
1: Wow. Okay. And you know, but you're
0: you're good now.
1: We're very good. Oh, that's great. And the God's honest truth is, while it was hard for him to sort of process that I sort of let the cat out of the bag, if you will, I said to him, you know the only reason that I felt comfortable enough to just let, let it go Mm -hmm. is because we are in a good place. And I know that that it was very tough for him to understand in the moment. Um, but ultimately, you know, we got through it and you know, his wife is wonderful. They're incredibly happy together. Mm -hmm. Our divorce was inevitable. The cheating was Mm -hmm. not, the only reason right we got it we were on our way honestly I know this is like a bizarre thing to say but had he not done that you were probably, both of us could still be sitting yeah. in this relationship I hemming and hawing about whether or not yeah. to make the move yeah. so as crazy as it sounds you know today I'm happier that that happened as much shit as I had to go through and as painful as it was and as betrayed as I felt. And I'm sure as, you know, he's felt, um, you know, we're on the other side of it and we're raising our two girls and his wife is lovely and, you know, and
0: I think, uh, yeah, some, a lot of people are, when they're going through divorce, yeah, it's something so tough. To go through Especially when you have kids involved And a lot of people wonder Like how am I going to recover How am I ever going to be happy again Yeah But you're like living proof That it's totally possible To rebuild your life And many times Things happen for the best
1: Well people often think That there's no way They could have a, a relationship With their ex-husband While they're living in that space Of you, I, Yeah I, 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 Like I, Yeah They just think it's an impossibility Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, And I'm like living proof Yeah um that despite the dark times that Jason and I went through with yeah. our children as a family we've come out the other side That's super nice. Um, and I feel really good about it. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. And I
1: think it's something that's, that that You know, more people and more couples that are going through a difficult time need to realize that there is another, like another story to be told.
0: Sometimes things happen for a reason. People overgrow each other. There are a lot, like a lot of components to it. But the problem with
1: that is people outgrow each other, yet they still sit in the same shit. Yes, yes. And sometimes because usually
0: somebody has to have the balls to pull the plug and but say no okay but no one generally
1: has the balls I agree. and that's yeah. why affairs happen Yeah, yeah. because totally. you don't have the balls to be honest yeah. with yourself and, yeah. I, and I obviously didn't either I yeah. mean I let it go so long that you know obviously yeah. this is what ended up happening in yeah. our marriage and one
0: million percent I,
1: if, I think if, if both people in a relationship realize that that's a piece yeah. of it then maybe they'll be and that there's recovery from yeah. it and that you can be friends again totally and and you can parent your kids and your kids are going to be better for it i
0: agree kids i think at the end of the day they want to see their parents happy yes most kids
1: well and they also you also want to be able to show your kids a healthy relationship and how to recover from falling on your face yeah and what it looks like to get back up again and that to me is what raises healthy young adults to have
0: and i i'm telling as a woman i i really admire that about you because obviously like you said people look from the outside oh she's gorgeous she's rich everything is fabulous but you went through a really tough time. It's yeah. not easy by any means. And like I said, on top of it, everybody was watching it, which just magnifies the the issue.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I was vilified like, <laughs> yeah. like I had done something. You know, like I, I, I was like a, a workaholic. Yeah. How could you leave your yeah. children and your husband at home? I and know. That was really tough to take for a it, while. I know. But, it's
0: horrible. But yeah.
1: at the end of the day, I had to kind of like, you know, keep really close with my inner circle that had was giving me positive vibes and I got through the other side of it and look, it turns out you know, the fans that probably didn't take to me the first season on the show have now warmed up to me and and know that yeah. I am all the things that they thought I wasn't. I'm vulnerable, <sighs> I'm emotional, I'm I'm fragile and strong and funny and all of yeah. those things, but I can also be sexy at the same of time. Of course,
0: and you are. And you're dating. Yeah. And you're happy. How
1: long has it been now? Um, I've been with Eric for about three years. Three
0: years. Amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Like, (laughs) how did you meet? For Um, people that don't know you, that's a cool story, too.
1: I had been dating, (laughs) you know, I'd had a couple different relationships after my marriage. um, And I just... I, I I wasn't, like, ready to pull the trigger mm-hmm. again on, on on really sort of settling into something. And uh, believe it or not, Frederick Eklund and his CEO, Julia, said, you know, you should go train at this. G- now that you live in Beverly Hills, there's this gym called Dog Pound, la, la, la and there's a great trainer there that's where you should train and I was like okay great so I signed up with this Eric Uh guy and me and my friend (laughs) Andrew were training with him and you know I I don't know what happened but like one day (laughs) he just kind of kissed me and it wasn't anything that I expected I never saw it coming not even for you guys weren't
0: you guys weren't like flirting no Because usually with the trainer, we kind of keep, like, the distance, right? It was very
1: professional. But, I mean, he was, like, (laughs) he was feisty, and he was a younger guy, and he trained another friend of mine and went to my other friend and said can you like set it up so that Tracy shows up to this Mm -hmm. thing like I kind of have a mini crush on her or whatever and so I did
0: oh my god that's so cool
1: anyway that's sort of how (laughs) that's sort of how it went down
0: so you're dating Eric and he was your personal trainer and again you put it on the tv show which is very brave people saw it
1: judgy exactly
0: so let's talk about judgment Mm because i get that all the time and i think we get that all the time and to me it's so annoying because people don't know us like but they're very quick to judge and what you're doing breaks a lot of stereotypes because again you're you're the most powerful one i'm assuming you make more money than he does you're on TV, he's not. And he's younger. Mm-hmm. And a lot, like if he was an older guy with a younger w- woman, which happens a million times all yeah. over the place, people don't say anything. No. But when it's a powerful, gorgeous, hot, sexy woman and the guy's younger, everybody criticizes. Yeah. So how did you deal with it? Or did you get a lot of criticism from it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, definitely. And I, I think on some level I anticipated it. Yeah. You know, um, because I'm, I'm on a TV show and you have to expect certain things like that to happen. But what I found sort of fascinating is a lot of, uh, I'd say 80 to 90% of the judgment that was happening uh, on social media was from women.
0: Exactly. And, and I'm isn't like, that hurtful? <laughs> like women should be supportive of each other. I cannot Hand when this happens
1: yeah but this is just this was oh. this is you know thousands of years of training right. and like yeah. the way we were brought up exactly. and, and history and evolution like i know until that script changes yeah over and over and over again there isn't going to be a shift And that's something that I obviously talk about a lot, um, you know, about, you know, women supporting other women and sort of breaking barriers and that you can be more than just a mom. You can be a sexy mom. You can be a successful mom. You can be a white. You can be a lot of different things. And if we continue to put each other in boxes that we can only be defined by you know a white picket fence and and two plus beautiful children and living in the Palisades yeah. Like, we are limiting ourselves and we are our biggest critics. And that's one what keeps million holding percent. us back.
0: I know. And that's what I keep talking about the podcast. And it's one of the major reasons why I wanted to meet because I feel like you're empowering women. And by showing your story and saying, Yes, I'm dating this guy and we're super happy, you're like literally breaking these barriers. And yeah. it's what I try to do. Like, we were talking before the podcast when I talk about sex. When I started talking about certain things I realized that so many people want to speak up but the way they're brought up right oh it's dirty oh my god oh she's such a whore she fucks different men every night because they have these stereotypes in their mind and I'm constantly trying to to open up the dialogue right and when I saw your story out there I'm like thank you yeah you're super hot you're super successful who cares what age is your boyfriend
1: no I mean I (laughs) I you know you can't change people's minds overnight. You just have to continue to do what's right for yeah. you and that's how I've chosen to live and I that, love that. If that helps other women celebrate themselves in a different way, be it, you know, be more proud of their bodies that they're yeah. living in, um be proud of of their ability to leave a marriage that they've been unhappy in for 10 years or their opportunity to take a job that they never thought they could handle like i yeah. just i want to sort of lift women up and uh, hey take the crown sister exactly you know what i mean I like know. i don't i I'm, think we're I'm just a girl's stro-
0: girl i am true 1 million percent and i think stronger we we're we're stronger together like instead of criticizing each other and feeling like every woman is your competition right yeah. if you're supportive of each other we give a voice yeah women doing anything they want to do and yeah when I see and sometimes I know people do that on your social media a lot Mm -hmm. and they do it on mine and mine is like infinitely smaller than yours but they like have something nasty to say Mm -hmm. and I always reply back like you're entitled to your opinion but there's like over a billion active accounts in the world if you're watching someone and you don't like them why are you gonna like waste your time to put something negative there you know what I mean I just don't understand people there's, there's, doing that. There's
1: just there's trolls out there, there's yeah. bots out there like
0: Yeah. Th-
1: they're there for a reason. Yeah. You know they they really only are have a problem with looking at themselves in the mirror, right. which is why they are commenting on your
0: opinion. Yeah, so you know true. I mean? So true. But how do you deal with this criticism like the, I I I'm sure now maybe you got used to it, but like in the beginning Did it bother you? Did it hurt you?
1: I still have moments where, I, you know, it depends on my mood that day. It depends on what I've been through. It depends on how fragile I'm feeling, whatever my emotional space is at the time. Sometimes I'll clap back, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And sometimes I just ignore it, and sometimes I just delete. Yeah, And sometimes I miss it. And then I catch up on it later. I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. there's been, like, 50 comments of of people that are my friends or or fans yes. on social media that will you know directly confront uh you know someone that's trolling my account which you know i i just think it's important i like to see women celebrating other women so when a, a woman sort of slams me <laughs> um for whatever reason you know thinking that i've you know completely reconstructed my face with plastic surgery or, or commenting on my boyfriend or what it is that I look like today um You
0: look insane by the way. Thank yeah, you. like major body goals. Thank you. But the,
1: the truth is, you know, it's really nice to see other women yes. from all over the country and even outside of the country be like, uh uh-uh. That's not okay. We need to celebrate each other. Right, yes. It's nice to see that I'm having that effect on at least... The, the 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 small following that the
0: majority have. is the majority is positive right hundred percent thank goodness yeah. yeah I think we just gotta ignore like the haters mm-hmm. that's basically what I try to do I think usually when somebody's hating on you it's something about themselves oh
1: of course that they're
0: unhappy with
1: of course that they
0: have to spend their time like criticizing what we do well
1: you know every once in a while you just gotta have fun with it and remind yourself that it's <laughs> yeah. just the internet and it's just not that deep these people aren't yeah, in your life yeah right yeah you can't let them penetrate your soul. You exactly. Know? Um, we did a Josh Flag and I did a. I love you guys a little together video so the other much. Day of, of we were reading out mean tweets. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was like, you guys got to really bring it. If you're gonna, if you want us to read these out loud, you better be a little oh, bit meaner because these are these are sort of wishy washy mean. Oh like.
0: my god. Um,
1: but you really, you have to get to the place where you just can't let it penetrate yeah. like really, truly where you are. I agree. And I'm only genuinely. Affected when mm-hmm. I personally have had a tough day,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: not not in my typical day to day.
0: And your daughters are supportive, get along 100%, with him, hundred percent. That's fantastic. You said yeah. they're fourteen and, and sixteen. Six, well, no, Julia oh, will be seventeen. In, oh my in a few goodness! Days, so,
1: yeah, that can.
0: that is super super amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Before I let you go, I ask this question to a lot of my guests, and it's been controversial because. The, the the answers are very, like, divided. So I want to know your opinion, because we're talking about men and, and dating and, and your divorce and your new relationship. Do you think most men... I say most because I get all these messages like, I'm not like that! But do you think most men are intimidated by women who are powerful, successful, no. gorgeous, make more money than they do I, or not?
1: No, I actually think that... that men in Eric's generation um, and the generation even after him tend to be attracted to women that are successful just we're a little more like we're confident Mm -hmm. you know and I think that the younger generation appreciates that Um, I think it's the more traditional older generations that like the idea Mm -hmm. of me but really truly are like wow that's a lot yeah, that's same. Like a lot to yeah, like me. Yeah, I have enough going on. Like, I just want to come home and have my wife make exactly. me some dinner. Making dinner,
0: yeah. And don't cause trouble. Yeah, just shut
1: your mouth. Exactly. And you'll get like a Cartier bracelet or something.
0: Exactly. Um, no, that's exactly that's what happens just, to me. I don't yeah. have the
1: ability to I shut know. my mouth. Me
0: neither. Yeah, (laughs) I know exactly. (laughs) I love that. I and I kind of agree, but I do think most men are because of that. Yeah, maybe the younger ones aren't, but I think maybe our age and older. Because I always dated much older men than me. My husband was twenty-two years older. Yeah, and then the past few years that I've been trying to date, I kind of follow the pattern of like the successful executive la 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 and they're older than me and it always ends up in disaster because of this reason in the beginning they're like i totally support the podcast i support your photo shoots well and then it right. bothers them because right. they don't want an outspoken woman doing all this shit and i'm like i'm not gonna stop doing anything that i'm doing right. so now i'm like a lot of people tell me that maybe i should start trying to date younger Or my age or younger because they're more open-minded.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you have to... I just think you you have to operate from a place of whatever organically works is what organically works. I didn't go out and look for a twenty eight year old boyfriend.
0: Right, I know.
1: That was like on my bucket list. Like, you know, whatever. (laughs) It just it just happened that way. And, you know, I'm gonna celebrate that and I'm gonna talk about it because I think it's important. And when it doesn't serve me, Mm -hmm. I won't be in it anymore. That's Mm -hmm. one thing I learned about going through a divorce is that why would I wait another fucking fourteen years to wait until I'm unhappy again. Right. Like if I'm starting to feel like there's not a future there, then I'll address it mm-hmm. and Eric and I will part ways. And until then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna live in the moment. Yes. I'm gonna be happy and, and if the haters don't like it then. That's they can their piss problem.
0: Off. No, one million percent. And I think life happens now, right? You gotta find your happiness now. Today. 100%. Today. We don't know what's gonna happen ten years from now. We 100%. don't even know if we're gonna be around in this crazy, crazy world. <laughs> <I know. laughs> You're amazing. You're so inspiring. Thank I am you. insanely grateful and humble oh, and, and so having. honored that you're here. I loved you before and I love you even more now. And I hope to God, because there are women listening to this all over the world, which I'm really happy. I hope you girls listen to the message, which is be happy, be in a relationship that is fulfilling to you yeah. and ignore what what other people say. Right.
1: And take chances. Take
0: chances. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: like I said, this wasn't something that I. I, I thought was going to happen to me, and yeah. it did, and and he's taught me quite a lot about myself, yeah. um, he's helped me find my inner happiness, I've, I'm healthier, I'm happier, and that's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, we have to throw in one little sex question there, because yeah. it's sex-dating relationships, so I'm assuming sex is hot and heavy and fabulous. I mean... <laughs>
1: It's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit You can't more, complain. In the, the part. I cannot complain. It
0: has to be, right? I think yeah. it's such a huge part. It yeah. should be such a huge, important part in any relationship, yeah, it right? It is.
1: It's, it's, it's incredibly important. It's connection, yeah. it's affection. Yeah. Um, and that's not something I, I want to shy away from anytime soon. Good
0: for you. And it's really good for your skin. You know that. Like, well, scientifically. Says I'm glowing. You are glowing. And I tell women that it's scientifically proven. Like, if you see a woman with really good glowing skin, very likely they're having fantastic sex. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, I need more.
0: (laughs) Okay, Eric. Hello, if you're listening. (laughs) She's coming home. (laughs) Thank you. You're amazing. This was a fantastic cat on the loose. And I'll see you guys very soon. I'm like getting emotional. I'm like, I cry. I'm not kidding. you. When I get emotional and I cry. I'll see you guys soon. I love you. you. Thank you. And before I let you guys go, uh, I have to remind you, in case you love fashion as much as I do, there is an up-and-coming designer from New York. His name is Ron Dice, and his story is absolutely incredible. You guys can check it out, rondice.com, on Instagram, official Ron Dice. Anyways, he is doing a fashion show now during New York Fashion Week, the beginning of February. His fashion show is going to be at a place in Brooklyn on February 12th. And he is actually selling some tickets to attend the fashion show. So if you ever wanted to participate and see uh, how it works in the middle of New York Fashion Week with all the media there, celebrities and everything, this is your chance. If you're in the New York area around February 12th, I'm going to be there. I'm bringing a lot of really cool people. The, the tickets are almost sold out, but there are still a few a few available you guys can get it on rondice.com or his Instagram official, Ron Dice, and check out his fashion. He He's becoming very, very famous in the fashion world because he does this pat, patented leather gold sole shoes. <laughs> Incredible, gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. So check it out, rondice.com.